All right. <clears throat> well, I know this one's a little sooner than the last, but this is the Jeep Chronicles. And all evidence points that I nearly just got robbed at work. Uh, I don't know. I'm Personally, I'm on the fence, but my co-worker who was with me working... Um, We'll say in the cash office. Working back in the cash office. Or at the money center. Let's say money center. He thinks that for something happened and the dude lost. He was definitely, it was a guy, obviously. Uh, the dude lost his nerve. I don't know. Like, it's a small, I work in a small store. And... When you work in a small store, and even in a big store, when you work retail, let's say, sorry about this, my mind's a little, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around everything that happened or didn't happen, but when you work in retail, like, you just, you get a sense about people, just like with the police, you know, and therapists and teachers, they, they get a sense like, most teachers aren't wrong when they see and you're a shit kid, you're a shit kid. Cops know when you're up to no good because that's what they fucking deal with every day. And a shitty customer can make, can ruin your fucking day. So obviously, when I see a guy and he just has a certain aura about him, my inner retail manager just, like something, an alarm kind of goes off. And so I was just like, God damn it. Like, I had him pegged as a shoplifter. And I pegged him at shop as a shoplifter at about 325. I remember that because I've made a habit for most of my career that when I see somebody strange or when I see something that I feel is noteworthy, I always try to remember the time. One, so I can go back in my own personal video archives and... and pull the video if I need to pull video on anything that just happened. And two, if you're filling out a police report, you don't want to be a moron and be like, I really don't know when it was. Like, I want to have as much detail as possible. I've trained myself to be this way, and I, that's just how I am. So at 325, I first take notice of this guy. He's wearing a, a dark jacket. I thought it was leather, but it wasn't leather. It's was just a dark jack, a dark coat with a green hoodie underneath and the hood was popping out in the back. He was wearing an RVCA fitted cap. It wasn't adjustable, it was fitted. He had an outline of a teardrop on his left eye and a big tattoo on the left side of his neck. So I see this guy at 325. So I go about my day. Four o'clock, he's still in there. So I keep working, I keep working. It's about my lunchtime. He's still there. So now we're at about 5. I, I went to lunch about 5.40. So I eat lunch and I go to count down the registers. This was at 6. Still there. I get done counting at the registers and get my paperwork done. It's 7 o'clock. He's still there. So at this point, and he's got a basket full of stuff. And he's been real quiet, like not drawing a lot of attention to himself, being super respectful when I walk past him in an aisle, but not, he's, he's definitely not trying to draw any attention. 
so finally, and he, he's shopping the whole time, so I just keep waiting for him. I'm like, he's going to bust out the door, but he's got a backpack that is kept over by my register. So I was like, he can't leave without getting his backpack. So I block his backpack in with a, with a it's truck day. So I'm working merchandise off the, this cart that I blocked his backpack in with. So it's like 7.30 and I finally go up to him and I was like, hey, bud. And I was real calm. I said, hey, bud, uh, just to let you know, we close in about 20 minutes. I said, other stores are open till 9, but we actually close at 8. And he was like, oh, okay, sorry about that. I said, yeah, it's no worries. I said, you just, I know you've been in here shopping for a bit. And, uh, just want to make sure that you get an opportunity to purchase stuff because at 8 o'clock, I got to close up. Uh, so... And he, go, he was like, yeah, my wife, she's getting her hair done. She was supposed to be here a while ago to pick me up, but I'm just waiting for her. We got a taxes bag, and I'm just looking to spend some money. I was like, all, right, all good. So at this point, I'm thinking, well, maybe he's not here to rob me. But at this point, he goes into, he goes, walks past the money center after we had this conversation, and he looks in the waiting area for the money center because some people are waiting for their money to, like, their money grams to come in and whatnot, and... Zenin money isn't as fast as people make it out to be. So, he looks, and this, alert, this alerts my money center, the money center worker. So, and you're dealing with a lot of money back there, so he's on high alert, and it's never left unguarded. Like, there's always somebody at the money center. From the minute we open to the minute we close, there's always somebody back in the money center. So he was, so he sends me a, a, a message on Facebook Messenger. And he was like, should I call the cops? And I said, hold on a minute. I said, you know, he's been here for four and a half fucking hours, almost at this point. I said, I can't really get a read on him. I said, you know, hindsight's going to be 20-20 on this one. Because now that now you've got two options. <clears throat> you think you're going to get robbed, you call the cops. Well, working in retail, you just can't call the cops on everybody for no reason. And the cops, they always need a reason to come out. So typically what I, like, in my past experiences I've told somebody to clock out and go call the police as a concerned citizen it's a fucking loophole sue me for taking it but at this point it's just me and I can't leave the front end of the store left unguarded and my money center worker and he can't leave the money center so I said you are in I said in this position you need to take charge if you feel like you need to call the cops call the cops I said I will back you up 100% and he goes, I did see you talking to him, so I'm a little bit calmer now. He goes, he's just making me real nervous. I said, I understand that. So the guy continues to walk around, and then he like pokes his head around the corner and goes, how much longer do I have? I was like, 10 minutes. And so he, now he starts putting the shit back that he was going to buy out of his little basket. He starts putting that shit up back on the shelf where it goes and being like real methodical about it. So he was like, so I talked to him again and he goes, what did he say? I said, he said he's waiting for his wife to get here. 
And he goes, should I call the police? I said, honestly, I don't know. I said, because it, if a car load of dudes with ski masks hop out of the car and roll into the store and rob us, I would not be surprised. Or his wife will show up and pay for this shit and they will leave. I will not be surprised. I said, I'm at a loss. And the only reason I'm at a loss, the only thing I'm hung up on is the amount of time spent in the, the store. Typically, when you when people are stealing merchandise, they're in and out of the store in under three minutes. And you always see the armed robberies of places going down. They walk in, they walk right to the place, and they pull their guns. So was this guy just really nervous and trying to get his load up? Like, why? What's what's he doing? You know. So and so it's it's literally three minutes until we close. And this old couple walks in the door. And I was like, what the fuck? But this may have been my saving grace tonight. So these oh, this old couple walks in. And they're like, hey, how's it going? I was like, why are you here? And they said, oh, we're going to... Um, we're just here to cash a check at the money center. I said, you've got three minutes. And I'm going to go off on a side tangent here. The wife of the old couple turns and goes, Well, I thought you closed at 9. He goes, Does the money center close at 9 too? And I go, Yeah, the whole store. Or she goes, Does the money center close at 8? And I said, Yeah, the whole store closes at 8. She goes, Well, it didn't used to. And I said, It's closed at 8 for over a year. I said, it's closed at 8 for a year. And she just looked at me and she's like, well, it didn't used to. I was like, I don't give a flying fuck when it fucking closed. It's goddamn closing at 8 o'clock tonight. You dried up old bitch. I'm tired of people fucking arguing with me about the closing of a goddamn store. I just had to get that out. Thank you. So this old prune of a person argues with me about the closing time. I said, you've got three minutes and I'm taking the registers and I'm shutting it down. So they walked to the back and it, my money center guy said, and at this time when she's arguing with me about what time she's closing, he goes, he's grabbing a clear bag, like a reusable shopping bag. We have, we have clear plastic ones that have UT on it. He goes, he's grabbing a UT bag. He called it a tote, and that fucked me up because I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, what's a tote? Like, to me, a tote... Like, we get totes at work, and they're these big plastic bins. It's like a big plastic box that you reuse, and that's what our truck merchandise comes in on. It comes in in totes. So he said he grabbed a UT tote, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What are you talking about? But this old man comes back there and says hey to the guy. Well, the guy... The kid just takes off, not running, but he just goes to the other side of the store and starts putting the rest of his shit back. So I go to find him, and I was like, hey, bro. I was like, it's it's time. It's now or never. I said, I can ring you up real quick. And he's like, my wife has the checkbook. That's what I've, I've been waiting on her. And I was like, oh, I misunderstood you. I was like, that's my fault. Um, and he goes, well, let me run and put it He goes, let me run and put this back up. And I said, no, nah, don't worry about it. I'll hold it for you. What's your name? And then the dumb fuck gives me his name. <laughs> uh, so if he does rob me tomorrow, which I think he might, 
If he robs me tomorrow, I'll have his name. And it's not a made-up name because he he made that. He told me his name, and then he just gave that. Ah, look. So he goes, well, if you don't mind, I want to wait for this old couple to leave because I got bad lungs and kidneys. And he I, he kept talking. I was like, that's fine. And if we were going to get robbed, and if he decided not to rob us, I think it was my calm demeanor. Because it wasn't the money center employee. Because they didn't really talk. They didn't communicate the money center. You know, you're behind a tall uh, uh, counter. But him being a dude totally helped the situation 100%. But I was real calm. And I'm a bigger guy. I I was bigger than this cat. I was taller than him and I outweighed him by a lot. Uh... So I don't know if he was calculating, you know, if if it was a scrap and then my calm demeanor kind of turned him off the situation. You know, my ego wants that to be like, oh, I'm going to see if this big guy's scared. And then he starts talking to me and he realizes that I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll throw down. If he wanted to fight, we could have fought and I was going to win. If he wanted to fucking pull a knife on me, I'd already had one out. And I'm not afraid to stab a bitch. Lewis knows that. Just playing, I never stab Lewis. <laughs> but my ego wants that to be the case, like my calm demeanor. But I was cool as a fucking cucumber. I was like, yeah, bud, we'll save this for you. Then the old couple walk up. And the old man, he's making jokes about how I hurried his wife to get in and get out. And I was like, yeah, you're goddamn right I did. You know? So, so he then leaves the store. Everybody leaves. And I close the automatic doors. I lock them. I get the cash. I get it in the safe. So we're everything safe, you know, but they could still hit us when we're coming out. And so me, me and the money center guy are sitting there talking and he's like, I for sure think that that old couple saved our ass. I said, you know, I didn't think about that because I wanted you to fucking beat that old bitch with a bat for arguing with me about what time we closed. And he was like, for, he goes, he said, there's no doubt in his mind, 100%, we were going to get robbed until that couple came in. And at that point, he got he got scared, and he was looking for a way out, or he he couldn't go through with it because they were there for whatever reason. So then I told him, you know, I said he was all tore up about his wife not coming to get him. I said, and it could have been his backup. And as these words leave my mouth another real scuzzy dude comes walking by my front doors this guy's wearing a leather jacket or a pleather with a hoodie on underneath it the hood sticking out the back a baseball cap and he they the very similar looking dudes but the second guy was blonde and he was a little bit stockier he was a little bit thicker and the money center guy looked at me and i looked at him and i was like god damn I said, you know, you're right. We may just about been robbed. Whew. Sorry to take a drink. 
Oh, it's talking. It's got me dry mouth. Oh. So. So, yeah, I may have just been robbed. Or not. I, somebody was may have been close to robbing me, and then they didn't go through with it. So, I don't know. Now I'm stuck with, do I tell my other employees to keep an eye out for them? But all that's going to do is just make my life a living hell. And then there's just going to be a bunch of people calling, a bunch of employees calling cops on the damn people that are shopping in the store. So I don't know. But while I got your ear, if... I'll just go ahead and this can be another podcast. Episode 11. See, this, this show has no structure. Maybe once I get into episode 100, maybe I'll have some good structure. And maybe, I don't know. I bought a lavalier mic, and I was really hoping that the sound would be just a little bit better. Um, I think my voice comes across pretty crisp and clear, but you still, like, there's a lot of background noise that you hear. And I know the whole point is to be recorded in in a Jeep. In a Jeep Wrangler! driving down the road driving home from work and you're supposed to get my takes of the day but it just it i don't know it bugs me i was hoping that a drug deal at the car wash i don't know lewis says it adds some authenticity to the podcast so maybe it does i'm just i'm just self-conscious about about the noise like i'm driving down the road and i can hear my front I can hear the engine rumbling and I can feel the vibration of the tires and I'm thinking, do I need to get my alignment checked? What's going on? I almost got robbed, but my manly physical stature made the punk bitch out. Man, if he had a fucking gun. That's all I could think, too. That's all I could fucking think was if he has a gun, what are you going to do? You know, because if you have a knife, all you got to do is take a step back and be like, now what, idiot? Because I've got a counter in front of me. I'm not going to do what you say and you can't get at me. Plus, I've got a knife on me. And I've got a pair of scissors hidden just in case I can't get to my knife. So I've got two things to your one thing. And I'm bigger than you. And I've trained MMA. So... You're going to get your arm broke, and I'm going to stab you in your non-functioning kidneys. But anyway, there was a funny, funny story from work. So, (laughs) we had this car. It broke down in the middle of the day on like a, it doesn't matter, a Friday, we'll say. And it was the number one, it's, it's the closest parking space to the store. Like, if you were to look at every parking space, it's probably, it's in the top two of most used, if not the most used. Well, a car breaks down in it. And I just see that because as I was leaving, hood was up. Yeah, they're working on it. So I'm off for a day. And then I come back to work. I don't notice it coming into, no, I notice it coming into work. Because I, my immediate thought was, hey, somebody's got to use the money center. So, so I noticed it going into work, 
And then the guy at the money center says, well, hey, was that car sitting there overnight? Because it's an Uber car. And I was like, well, that's a weird thing to remember about the car being an Uber car. So we look at it, and it was an Uber car. And I was like, yeah, that car was sitting there, you know. And then I remembered, I said, oh, yeah, that's right. That car broke down. Like, I saw him working on it. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, a week goes by. And I see that car every day. And the money center guy is like, man, you need to get that car towed. He goes, it's bullshit that our old ass customers that come in here and shop, they've got to park in the third or fourth, second, third or fourth best parking space because this car broke down in our number one parking spot. And I was like, they didn't intentionally break down in the number one parking spot. They parked in the number one parking spot and then it broke down, you know. So... I was like, ah, I don't want to kick anybody when they're down. Like, they, they, they're they Ubering, you know, and when you're Ubering in Northeast Tennessee, you're probably hurting for money. So, you know, I want to give some people the benefit of the doubt. Or just like, they're in a tough time, and how is them getting their car impounded going to help them? You know, it's not. No way does this benefit their situation by their car being impounded towed away they got a tow fee now so i put it off and i put it off and i put it off and every day the money center man was like ah, get that car out of here dude so finally and pull the trigger have the cops run the plagues make sure it wasn't stolen or anything hinky going on got to take a drink hold on so the plates come back clean so called tow place, tell them the car's been abandoned, it's been blah blah blah. They're like, all right, well, we'll charge we'll charge the owner of the car the tow fee, because I'm not paying it. So they tow the car away. So now, money center man will be happy. The car has been towed. And just like any place, we have to park near the back of the parking lot and we've all over the course I've been working at this store for over a year now and I've always parked in the same parking space nobody parks in that parking space anymore because they know it's mine I park I pull into the space it's by a light pole that's where I park a couple of the other people they're not there's about three of us. We always, three or four of us, we always park in the same spots. So I pull into work, and there's the money center man's parking space. There's another car in it. And it's somebody that works in the strip mall. And because you see it there all the time, you get to know everybody's cars. And the car has a plastic bag in the window, meaning I'm broke down. And it's in the money center man's parking space. So I laugh about it in the morning. And he didn't work and then he worked the next day and I came in a little late and he was already there. And he was like, you know, and he's like, it's times like, it's days like these that I, I believe that God does exist. And with the infinite time that he has in his infinite life, he just chooses to fuck with me. And I kind of 
squinted my eyes a little bit and gave him that inquisitive look. And I was like, this is going somewhere, but I, I'll be damned if I know where it's going. Why? And he goes, because I bitched about that car being broke down in the number one parking space in the parking lot and said they could have broke down anywhere in the thing and it wouldn't have bothered me, but that it's that one parking space and I'll be a son of a bitch if you don't get it towed and then the next day somebody breaks down in my parking space. And I died laughing. I, I just, that was great. Like what, that, like it's just, so, what are the odds? Like it, it's, and if you wanted to make an argument, like if, if I did swing one way or the other on the religious swing, this could be an argument that there is a God because what's the probability of that happening? That is the funniest thing. And that's the God I want to know. They'll be like, what God do you want to know? I want to know the God that, that fucked with this dude over his parking space because he made me tow those poor people. This one man has two wives and five, or three wives and f two. He's got two or three girlfriends and five kids. And this poor son of a bitch is put, trying to put food on the table and I'm towing his Uber car away so the man's got no way to put food on the table for his, his three girlfriends and five kids. <laughs> so this God see, <laughs> sees this guy complaining. It's like, all right, dude, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to do anything horrible. You're not going to lose a limb. Nothing bad is going to happen to you, but your life is going to be mildly inconvenienced because now there's a broke down car in your parking space. Boom. Deal with that. God. <laughs> God bomb. Boom. <laughs> I want to meet that guy. That's the guy I want to spend eternity with. <laughs> and I want him to be cool. Like, call me by my nickname and not my real name. He'll be like, hey, Jelly, come here. Uh, I got something to show you. <laughs> or be like, hey, Jelly, what's the best way to get back to this cat? Well, what's he doing? Oh, he's been uh, complaining that his wife can't cook. I don't, I, I got nothing. I got nothing other than like, that's the best example of a God that's just up there kicking it and just chilling and being like, oh, okay. You want to complain about somebody who's worse off than you and their car breaking down? You want to complain about that? Park somewhere else. <laughs> Like the guy that always goes to work and complains. Like, my wife doesn't give me enough sex. I need more sex. I'm a sexual being. A sexual man of a sexual nature. I need more sex. I'm masturbating constantly. I need more human contact. And God's like, all right. Well, now you're bipolar. And the cure for bipolar is a pill. And the pill destroys your sex drive. <laughs> oh. Man, that would be a fun eternity. Just not really ruining somebody's day, but just being karma. That's what I'm describing. I want to be, I don't want to be karma. I want to hang out with karma. That would be fun. Just being the guy that eggs karma on. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, fuck that. Just, just really stick it to him. Just really just get in there. <laughs> Fuck, that would be fun. Oh, well, karma's either gonna see that we didn't 
Well, I'm gonna find out later. I'll let you know. If the guy ended up robbing a place, if Green, if somewhere in Greenville got robbed by a dude that meets my description, um, then I'm gonna feel guilty for not having called the police. And then I wonder what my karmatic punishment would be then. I don't know. But I'm gonna hop off here. I gotta. I've almost made it home. But. I'm gonna. Yeah. That just a. I'm. It's not even a short one. It's about a regular length podcast. Jeep Chronicles number eleven. I don't even know what to call it. I almost got robbed and I'm not shook. (laughs) All right, I'll see you later.